0: You're listening to Advancing Our Church. Welcome to Advancing Our Church, a Changing Our World podcast about Catholic stewardship, leadership, and advancement. I'm Jim Friend. Welcome back, and thanks for downloading our podcast today. So at the top of our show, I just want to make sure that you're aware that Advancing Our Church will be live this Wednesday, November 20th at 12 p.m. Eastern with a free webinar on stewarding your donors. We'll talk about ideas for engaging your donors, ways to say thank you, and give you some examples of donor retention strategies. I'll be joined by our very own Sean Trahan and Nick Walsh from Changing Our World and Michelle Brown, who is the Chief Development Officer for the Independence Mission Schools in Philadelphia. You can sign up for this webinar by clicking the link on our show notes or by visiting changingourworld.com, click on Thought Leadership, and then click Donor Stewardship. Again, the webinar is free, and we hope to see you there. Last week, our country celebrated Veterans Day, and Veterans Day is a time for remembering all those who have bravely served our country, especially those who have made the ultimate sacrifice. Perhaps it's not by accident that the Church celebrates the Feast of Martin of Tours. Martin is remembered for his care of the poor by dividing his military cloak with his sword to share it with a victim of the cold. Martin of Tours understood that war creates victims and that Christ calls each of us to be peacemakers in our world. And so today, for all those who have made that sacrifice, we thank you for your service. And in a special way, we thank your families for their sacrifice. And now, let's get to work. This week, I had the opportunity to talk with Mr. John Knowles, who is the director for the Northeast and International Chapters of Legatus. Legatus is the only membership organization for Roman Catholic CEOs and senior-level corporate executives. Their membership consists of some of the top-ranking Catholic business leaders in the world, with over 5,000 members and almost 100 chapters. Today, we'll learn about their founder, Mr. Tom Monahan, who also founded Domino's Pizza, and his vision to create an organization that helps Catholic leaders form fellowship in their faith and examine the challenge of running a business through a Catholic lens. I think you'll enjoy this episode. And so, without further ado, here is John Knowles. Well, John, welcome to the podcast. So great to have you today. Thanks, Jim. It's great to be here. So, John, you're the director for the Northeast International Chapter for Legatus. Yes, sir. uh, Uh, We've known each other for a few years here. We're both based here in the Lehigh Valley, and uh, it's great to have you here. Wanted to find out a little bit more about Legatus today, so tell us a little bit about the organization. Thanks, Jim, and it's a real privilege to be with you this morning. Legatus is the world's only membership organization
1: for Roman Catholic CEOs and senior-level corporate executives. We were founded 32 years ago by the iconic uh, entrepreneur Tom Monahan, who's best known as the founder of Domino's Pizza. Yeah. And then he went on to uh, found the Ave Maria Schools in Florida and has done all kinds of other great work for the church. But he, he would be the first to say that the goddess is uh, really his first love in many ways. He was uh, the first big apostle that he started. And it really drew from his personal experience as a self-made uh, entrepreneur and, and, and senior executive chairman of a big company. When he was coming up in business, he couldn't get enough of anything related to business leadership. He read a, bit, a business leadership book uh, almost every other day, uh, was involved in all kinds of organizations, you know, the chamber, JC's, YPO, whatever he could get his hands on, he was all over it. And he always thought those organizations were great, but the one layer they were missing was a a Catholic foundation. So by merging all the great things that come from those business leadership organizations with the the teachings of the Catholic Church, he he created Legatus. We think it's the ultimate business organization because it brings in these, these two great traditions, the free market, entrepreneurship, along with the teachings of the Catholic Church to enrich a person completely, both in their faith and their business leadership. And how old is the organization now? Founded in 1987, so we're coming up on 33 years. And I'm so excited to share that we actually have our biggest uh, number of chapters in our, in our organization's history coming up on 100 chapters wow. and also our largest membership, well over 5,000, about 5,500 members all over North America and all across the world.
0: And where are some of the new chapters
1: springing up? Sure. Uh, here in our neck of the woods, it's actually been really exciting in the past few years. Since December of 2015, five new Legatus chapters have chartered here in our, in our area okay. in the Northeast region. Mm-hmm. We have uh, Hartford, Fairfield County, Harrisburg, the state capital, the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania, Mm -hmm. and then Bucks County on the eastern side of the Archdiocese of Philadelphia. And then last year, uh, Bergen County in northeastern New Jersey, yeah. the Archdiocese of Newark became a new chapter. And I'm really pleased to share today that after 12 years, for a lot of reasons, we lost our Boston chapter many years ago. But Boston is back. Uh, I'll join Tom Monahan on Tuesday, December 3rd in Boston to recharter that chapter. We have a wonderful group of uh, a few dozen Legatus uh, families that have come together to recharter that chapter. Uh, and so that I guess that'll be the sixth uh, in the northeast region in the past few years. With more coming, we have projects in uh, Albany, the state capital of New York, which is nearly complete, and also Westchester County on the uh, northern edge of the Archdiocese of New York which will be the 7th and 8th in our region. And then across the country, there's, there's good stuff going on. We've started new chapters in Bismarck, North Dakota, which is an exciting one. It's our, it's our first uh, chapter in the uh, northern end of the Great Plains, which is really exciting. So just good stuff happening all around. I think people are drawn to Legatus because it's an opportunity for people that have a lot in common in terms of their high professional accomplishment and their deep faith in Christ to come together in a setting unlike any other.
0: And they, and when a, a family joins Legatus, they really join it as a family. It's not an individual membership, but they join it as a couple. Is that true? Yeah, that's really well said, Jim. I mean, uh, there's, there's so many great
1: organizations that for you and I as men, we can uh, join and experience fraternity and brotherhood. But uh, there, perhaps there's fewer opportunities for, for a couple to enjoy, uh, you know, a, a Catholic organization together. Uh, not to say there's none, but Legatus is, is distinctive in that our spouses are full members of our organization regardless of their business background. They, they, they may be a, an executive in their own right, uh, but even if they're not, they're, they're full members of the organization with all rights and privileges. And at most Legatus meetings, you would see the husband and the wife uh, experiencing Legatus together, which is really, really important to us.
0: And and what is a a typical, I know that you meet uh, monthly and uh, typically start with mass. What what does one of those meetings look like? Absolutely. So uh, all of our members
1: are very busy. Uh, You know, they're balancing uh, leadership of big companies uh, with uh, philanthropy, family obligations, you know, obligations related to faith, all kinds of stuff. So uh, we we really try to value our members' time. So uh, between the hours of 6 o'clock and 9 o'clock p.m., we fit a lot of content into that time. We pray the rosary together. We have uh, confession available. Every uh, goddess chapter has a chaplain, a Catholic priest assigned to that chapter to personally service the entire community. Then we do a daily mass with that chaplain typically or his designee. And then we do a real brief cocktail reception, just some socializing. And we sit down for uh, for a dinner with a, with a great Catholic speaker who usually talks about the intersection of faith and business. And we try to wrap it up by nine o'clock. You know, if we can do that, we can. Sometimes we run a little bit over, especially if the speaker's particularly engaging. There's lots of questions and all that. But You know, that guardianship of our members' time, I think, is very core to what we try to do strategically. And another thing we do to make it easy for our members is we always pick locations that are accessible to most of them, be it a country club or a fine restaurant. It's easy to get to. Everybody's familiar with it. People like it. And then we do our meetings on a set night of each month. So it might be the second Tuesday or the third Wednesday, whatever it might be. But our members can plot out their Legatus calendar for months or even years in advance, which is very helpful with busy executives who travel a lot and have a lot of other things going on. Oh, absolutely. Give us a sense. to some of the kinds of speakers that you have at the meetings? Yeah, that's that's a great question. We try to mix it up. You know, we try to bring in, uh, you know, a, a mixture. Sometimes it's uh, clergy, be it, be it uh, or somebody in religious life, you know, you know, a priest, a brother, deacon, you know, sister, uh, you, know, uh, you know, really, you know, focuses on, on, on the spiritual dynamic. Uh, a lot of times it's people from the business world, uh, Catholic executives that uh, can really speak to our members, you know, challenges and opportunities being uh, corporate executives. I mean, I'll just give you some names that some of your uh, listeners might be familiar with. You know, Dr. Scott Hahn uh, speaks to our groups quite a bit. George Weigel is is a great collaborator of mine. He, you know, he speaks to every chapter that I serve. I'm very generous with his time. We we really appreciate that. Mother Olga Yakub, who's, uh, you know, a dear friend uh, out of Boston. She's a very popular uh, Legata speaker. But if you think about the scope of our organization, with a hundred chapters in North America, each meeting every month, we, we're always looking for great new talent because we we, we we I mean, these meetings are frequent. Sure. They're all over the place. So we need to, you know, bring in, you know, kind of these these well-known names and balance them with uh, with emerging names. So uh, part of my responsibility is to identify that up-and-coming talent that we not, might not be aware of and uh, recruit him or her to be a Legatus speaker in the future. So if any of your listeners have any ideas on a great uh, Legatus chatter speaker, I would warmly welcome that. That's fantastic. Absolutely.
0: So I know that uh, with Legatus, there's some different kinds of forums that the membership can get involved with. Can you tell us a little bit about those?
1: Sure. So one of the uh, features of the Young Presidents Organization or YPO that Tom Onahan considers you know so valuable to his rise in the business world and the friendships and the relationships he formed through that is this product offering of a of a, of a forum YPO has forums Legatus has forums. You know, the, the basic summary on a forum is it's, it's 8 to 12 uh, individuals that get together in a, in a comfortable setting, in a, in a highly confidential setting. One of the core elements is, uh, you know, everything stays in the room. And that's, that's something that we really hold fast to. At the beginning of the forum meeting, the facilitator, whoever's managing that meeting, would remind the group, hey, you know, it's all in here. The confidentiality of the group is really core to what we're doing. And then you explore any topic that's uh, important to a forum member. Now, in Legatus, being an organization of business executives, we really like to keep the topic matter related to business in some way, be it a, you know, a particular challenge an executive is facing. An example might be uh, the sale of a company. Uh, you know, I built up this company, uh, I'm ready to move on, uh, I've never done this before, I know it's a high-risk endeavor, a consequential endeavor. Who at the table has dealt with something like that? That would be a great topic for the goddess forum. Absolutely, navigating the dynamics of a family company—you um, know—are are unique, and goddess members have disproportionate experience with that type of thing. So uh, you know that the whole the whole proposition is around—you know—you come into a group of your peers that you know you share a lot in common with. Your values are similar. Your worldview world is similar. And these individuals, as corporate executives, have a distinctive experience uh, with, with with certain questions, certain challenges that you know the broader public does not. So I think that's, uh, that's a big benefit. You know, I guess a secondary or ancillary benefit would be if, if you are, you know, uh, going through, you know, uh, a tough moment in your faith life, you know, experiencing doubt, experiencing ex- exhaustion. I mean, like, you know, a lot of these things are, are, are very real in our community when you're trying to balance so many things. The forum is a place you can turn to for support, for reinforcement in a, in a very unique way. Our, our forums are very strong and they're growing faster than ever before.
0: I would imagine that one of the great benefits for us is that these leaders, these Catholic leaders get together and they talk about running their business through the lens, right, of our Catholic faith. And that is something that is is so needed today. I mean, I can imagine some of the conversations that happened both in the forum and just in the in the monthly gathering would, would take that kind of shape. You know, what kind, how do I make a business decision that may affect 300 employees through a Catholic lens and through our Catholic faith and Catholic social teaching? Can you say a little bit about that?
1: Wow, Jim, I'm so glad you brought that up. Because that's really one of the things that makes Legatus so special. You know, our membership criteria—the you know—the way we evaluate a potential Legatus member—it's steered towards an individual that knows what it's like to have high responsibility. We're a leadership organization when all is said and done, and we think leadership is associated with responsibility and having people that depend on you—employees, uh, you know, uh, customers. Uh, vendor relationships. You know, that, that's what a goddess person is all about. He or she wakes up every day knowing that all those people are depending on, on you or, or that person to, uh, to show them leadership and make responsible, responsible decisions. So, uh, absolutely. Uh, you know, our, our role as an organization really is to empower that person intellectually, spiritually, and socially to bring their Catholic faith into their workplace, to serve people well, to take care of the people that they're responsible for, and to demonstrate the high integrity and high ethics of a Catholic faith leader, and we think that that ultimately will lead to stronger evangelization, because naturally in an organization, when somebody's a leader, when somebody's you know the person who you know speaks at all the events and is behind the podium all the time, uh, the, the the younger members of the organization, the other you know the entire you know staff, they want to know what makes that person tick. They want to know what made that person you know capable to rise the level they have. Why they should buy into that person's uh, leadership. And, and naturally, over time, it gets out that that person's Catholic faith is a core tenant of their life, and that can lead to conversion. That can lead to Uh, fallen away Catholics coming back to the church. That's what Legatus is really all about. And we think as the broader culture continues to become more confused and go more sideways, we think an organization like Legatus, with the caliber of leader that we attract and we maintain within our membership, even in the broader culture, people are going to say, this is the kind of person we want to head our company, to be a senior executive of our company. And uh, we think that's part of the way that we can restore the church and and save our country, maybe.
0: Who knows? Absolutely. Can you give us any uh, examples of uh, what what would some of your memberships say about their experience of Legatus? Sure. So the biggest benefit is always spirituality.
1: You know, I mean, so many people have the benefit. So many Catholics, not all, but many Catholics, you know, can look back to their, you know, their, their youth, their, their upbringing, and all the gifts of the faith that they were giving. You know, whether it was a Catholic household, you know, that, that really, you know, demonstrated the, the power of our faith or Catholic education, you know, there, there's, there's so many ways that young people experience the faith in, in a very serious and very consistent way. But I don't know about you, but, you know, when, when, you, when you kind of go beyond high school and college, there's, there's kind of a time when, you know, perhaps it's, it's less consistent. You know what I mean? Like you're working really hard. You're building your life. Uh, you're, you're meeting your, your spouse. You know, you're starting a family. You know, perhaps it's not as regular and consistent as in your youth. We think the Legatus curriculum uh, kind of brings that back to a, to a very consistent, very high quality uh, immersion in the faith every month where you know you're going to be around faithful Catholics. You're going to have interpersonal connectivity with your chapter chaplain. And you're going to hear from a phenomenal Catholic speaker. Another thing that we hear a lot from our executives is, hey, I haven't uh, I haven't prayed the rosary in decades. Right. You know, I haven't gotten confession in a you know, you know, long time, but through Legatus, uh, that becomes habitual. And uh, you go to daily mass even, you know, I mean, you, you know, for a lot of our, our members, hey, I go to mass every Sunday. That's, I thought that's all I had to do, you know, I mean, you know, I've been doing that for years. I feel like I'm good. Well, you know, you, you probably are good, but you'll be even better if you have the opportunity to experience mass uh, between Sundays. So, hey, if I'm going to, to to Legatus meeting and I'm doing a daily mass there, why don't I go the day before or the day after? And then all of a sudden it's like, hey, you know, I've done it five days out of the week. Maybe I'll do a six you know and, and we hear these stories all the time. So the, the biggest single benefit is the spiritual dimension. Uh, there, there's a reinforcement and a return to the deep fascination with all the beauty and all the mystery of our faith, which is really compelling. The second biggest benefit, I would say, is the relationships with people you have a lot in common with. Mm-hmm. So through Legatus, you know that every time you sit down at that table, to your left and to your right, is going to be a Catholic executive you have a ton of things in common with, and their spouse, mm-hmm. who oftentimes is a delightful relationship too. So uh, that, that's the biggest commitment we make, and it's it's one that we consistently, fulfill, I think, uh, we, like any organization, we could do some things better. And we talk and think about that all the time. But I think that, you know, the, the basic uh, promise of our organization, that you'll grow personally in your faith and you'll meet a lot of people you have a lot in common with. I think that we we consistently keep that promise.
0: Well, I tell you, you're, John, your um, your passion always comes out whenever you talk about Legatus. I love hearing you speak about it. Um, tell us a little bit about your own background. You have, uh, I believe you have a law degree and, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. and you and your wife, you're, you're, your child is going to turn one pretty soon here. Oh, boy. <laughs> thanks, thanks so much for asking. Yeah, yeah. so I'm from
1: Detroit originally, yeah. and uh, you know, uh, and, and my wife Jennifer is uh, from East Lansing, uh, the home of Michigan State University. Yep. My father in law has uh, been a professor there for 40 years, and uh, it, she and I met in law school. I was uh, I was finishing law school. She was finishing her undergrad, and uh, and I had the opportunity to intru- introduce myself to the prettiest girl that I, I'd seen one night. And I'm glad I had the courage to do that because it all worked out. That was May 18th, 2006. And here we are all these years later. I'm uh, married with a beautiful daughter, Rosemary, who turns one uh, next week. So uh, very happy uh, family story. I credit a lot of you know the joy and fulfillment of my life to my family and especially to my wife, Jennifer. Um, you know, In terms of my uh, professional background, uh, I went to Western Michigan University in Kalamazoo for my undergrad, and then I went on to law school at Michigan State. Uh, after law school, I was uh, active in, uh, in, in politics and, uh, and in legal work in, in, in my home state of Michigan. And uh, then in uh, 2009, uh, I had the opportunity to serve Ave Maria School of Law, which was uh, the uh, law school that Tom Monahan started uh, about 20 years ago. And so uh, Jennifer and I packed everything up and we moved to Naples, Florida. And uh, I was the development director there uh, for, for a few years and, uh, and was a part of the law schools, kind of getting its footing in, in Naples, which was great. We lived in Florida for seven and a half years. And then in 2015, I had the opportunity to shift gears and uh, take on the directorship for Legatus here in the Northeast. And uh, I'm, I'm really glad I did it. I mean, this has been really good for my family. Uh, I, I love living here in the Northeast. I think Pennsylvania is a great place to live. It's certainly a great place to raise a family, as you and I were discussing earlier. Yeah. So, uh, you know, I, I think my story really is just one where, uh, you know, I've always just followed wherever God would lead. You know what I mean? I mm-hmm. think that uh, the, the Lord wanted me to meet Tom Monahan and, and, and you know, the, the, the entities and organizations that he's built up. Uh, every time that I've, I've put my trust in him, good things have happened. Every time that I thought that I had it figured out, uh, things have,
0: have turned out less well. So Right, God laughed yeah. and we plan God laughs, right? <laughs>, laughs. Just as we kind of come to a close here, tell yeah. me, what, what is Tom's vision for the future for Legatus? What does he hope? I mean, obviously the organization continues to grow, grow. You're, you're opening up new chapters all the time. What what does he hope? What's his vision?
1: Yeah, thanks for asking. So first of all, we we believe that Legatus has tons of territory to grow. We think there's a a number of communities in North America first that we need to fill out and grow Legatus chapters. I'll just give you some examples that are on my radar screen. I continue to be surprised there's not a Legatus chapter in South Jersey, in the Diocese of Camden, and I have meetings and conversations regularly about that all these communities in up and out state New York you know Rochester Syracuse Buffalo those are those are opportunity areas for us in the, in the broader United States, there's there's plenty of opportunity in the Southeast, you know, which is one of the fastest growing areas for the church. We, we need to fill out the Southeast to a much larger degree, uh, but really all over. We think we if we're close to 100 Legatus chapters right now, we think we could have about 150-170 just in North America. There's there's Canadian opportunities too, certainly Mexico uh, presents some opportunities to us. So I think for the next few years, what you'll see is us filling out those North America targets of opportunity and then becoming a global organization, taking Legatus throughout Latin America, Europe. Really all over the world uh, becoming you know a global organization uh, not just uh, one based primarily here in North America and and in terms of the you know the big vision, I, I guess I would say two things about that. One, we think that once Legatus becomes that, uh, you know, you know, truly, you know, built-out North American organization and global organization, our ability to influence the culture, both within the church and in the outside world, will, will grow in areas that we can't even imagine right now. The opportunity to influence the mass culture, the media, the courts, the business world. We think there's a, we, we think that you know good things will spring from that as Legatus becomes a more prominent, more prestigious, better, more influential organization. So that. that I guess that's point one. And then point two, and I've seen this personally, there's all kinds of good things that happen for the benefit of the church through Legatus that we don't do intentionally. As an organization, we don't have any community service projects. We don't raise any money for anything. We don't do any, uh, you know, uh, endowment efforts, et cetera. You know what I mean? Like all of our members are very active in philanthropy. Sure. But we consider Legatus kind of a break from all that, you know, Mm -hmm. an opportunity to kind of disengage and, and, you know, just, just focus on relationships and spirituality. But what's interesting is through the relationships that are formed in Legatus, all kinds of good things happen. And, and, and you, know, I, you know, we probably don't have time today, but I could rattle off like three or four examples of, of great projects that have benefited just from Legatus members coming together. Mm-hmm. And again, not at the Legatus meetings, because we, do, we don't do that. We don't do fundraising sure. conversations there. But through the relationships, hey, this is what I'm passionate about. Can you and I grab a cup of coffee, talk about this? I want you to know why I think this is important. That kind of stuff happens all the time. Yeah. And I think as Legatus grows, the magnitude of that, you know, projects that benefit from the relationship strength of Legatus, I think that's going to be one of the key things that uh, sustains the church throughout the 21st century and beyond. And that's why I think this is a worthwhile investment of my time uh, and my family's time, because I think that through Legatus, uh, these people that wouldn't have known each other otherwise or wouldn't have had the depth of relationship otherwise, they're going to come together and do big, cool things that we can't even imagine right now that are going to you know be stuff that you know when you and I are at this table 90 years old or when our kids are talking they're going to be like wow thank god the goddess was there to plant the seeds of this forest mm-hmm. that is blooming right now and and I,
0: I think that's that's the big vision I don't want to speak for the boss but you know that's how, that's how I would describe <laughs> it well you describe it very well and and uh, and, and I I guess I've experienced that when you uh, with when you get together with donors who have a big vision, who uh, have some the wherewithal to make those uh, that vision a reality, great things can happen. And I'm sure that those relationships feed off of each other, right? And then those big projects come together. John, thank you so much for being on the pod. You're welcome, Jim. It's been a privilege. Absolutely. Thanks so much. And God bless you and your mission. Thanks, Jim. I want to thank john for being on our show this week legatus is a tremendous organization and we thank you for all you do to help our business leaders come together in community through our faith i'll post a link on our website where you can find out more information about legatus thanks again john well that's our show this week many thanks to the changing our world podcast team and to potestery studios for their support of our show If you'd like more information about our show, please visit us at AdvancingOurChurch.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram. Advancing Our Church is a production of Changing Our World, a fundraising and social impact consulting firm that has been advising both nonprofits and corporations for the past 20 years. For more information, please visit us at ChangingOurWorld.com. Well, that's it for me, everybody. Have a great week. Take care, and God bless.